Welcome to Radio Trivia Podcast Edition. I am your host, Michael T.Y.B. Cole. This is the big episode 60. It, it seems like a nice round number, uh, which is great because I think we wound up with a very interesting lineup. With me today is the always pessimistic James Jones. Well, now I'm just hurt. <laughs> I'm pessimistic too, don't worry. Good. Um, so we'll, we'll bag on games together this evening. Um, for the big episode six zero, nice. And uh, James knows one of the games. Mm-hmm. Um, we have two listener requests, and uh, it should be fun. I, I, I think um, I think there's some good songs coming up. So please enjoy. Uh, figure out the games, or just whatever. Listen to the pretty music. Exciting. It is, but I got nothing. It makes you want to know what the next song is going to sound like. It does.
Are you creeped out yet? Just a little bit. All right. Here's your question. <clears throat> what type of creature can you collect from specific enemies scattered through the game? Or throughout the game? Whoa. Whoa? Yeah, that... All right. Sure. Any ideas at all? Oh God! I, I, the third song sounds very similar to music from a Zelda game, but I don't think it is. But if I had to go with one, I would say Minish Cap, even though I know it's not that. Well, it's not a Zelda game. It's not. No, you know I didn't play the most hit you over the head songs from this game um, on purpose. Um, Partially because they sound so much like the other games in the series. This is uh, Mario and Luigi Bowser's Inside Story for uh, the DS. Really? Yeah. This is uh, Mario and Luigi. Huh. Yeah, this is the third one. Yeah. I, sh- I should have guessed that every game until it came out. Well, yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know. Have you had a chance to play this game yet? Or? I have. Uh, not, not beyond E3, no. Oh, that's a shame. Um, it's like the only game I've had a chance to really play a considerable amount of in the last several months really and uh, it's a lot of fun um, it I think it really uh, was kind of a response to a lot of the 
mistakes that they made in the second one, which was sort of overly cumbersome, having four characters at once. And, um, although, to be honest, even though it tries to shake things up and and uh, do things differently, in the end, it still feels samey. It's, it's kind of in spite of itself. In a good um, way or a bad way? Eh, kind of in a bad way, but it's still a lot of fun. It's just uh, the battles start to get a little same it's all it's the only way i can describe I mean, they do a lot of different things like they have both mario and bowser you switch between them you know the mother brothers and, and bowser and, and it really feels different because for the most most of the game mario and luigi are inside bowser and it's like completely 2d uh, platforming outside of the battles right versus bowser which has the more traditional mario and luigi you know kind of i don't want to say 2.5d but more overhead like uh presentation and so they're kind of different puzzles for mario and, and bowser uh for most of the game and, and that's really cool it's a cool idea in bowser's but you know bowser's attacks and mario and luigi's attacks their basic attacks feel similar right i mean yeah, Bowser doesn't jump, but it's still the same kind of timing mechanism. You know, he has a block and a punch. Right. Um, and fire, um, for the most part. There's some other stuff. Um, but overall, it feels the same. And But they really do their best. The developers really did a, a good job. Bowser's special attacks use the touchscreen versus Mario and Luigi's, which are more button-press based. So there's a bit of difference in there. Except I tend to not use the special attacks very much um, in these games. So... So, you know, it doesn't help too much. And, Sit. and um, even though, for example, uh, you know, in the second one, I don't know if you played the second one, but the items were kind of way too strong compared with the regular attacks. So you wound up, Right. And, and you kind of, it kind of felt like you needed to use the items towards the end. Right. And, and, it, and to some degree, it's the same here. They don't have items anymore, but what they do have are these special attacks, which are pretty much the same thing. They just don't have the buying a item which is stupid anyway instead it's just technique points okay but um it winds up being pretty much the same thing especially for mario and luigi where you know okay well, i'm gonna do the special pipe move where you know you have to remember where they are in the pipe and do it over and over again so i i tended to do that near the end of the game i, I didn't feel it was necessary it sped things up but like there wasn't a battle where i felt like if i didn't use this it's impossible like there were uh, in the second one. So I, I think they balanced that. I mean, they did everything they could have. It's just that I guess it's the third game in the series that's starting to get a little old. I, I don't know. Um, well, I mean, that happens. It's, yeah. It's just the way it is. P- part of it's that um, although there are a lot of mini games, they kind of overuse each mini game a little bit. Um, mm. You know, they always have little mini games that they scatter throughout these games. And they're generally fun, but I feel like they were used one or two too many times for the most part. I can believe that. So, like, by the last, I was like, really? I have to do this again? You know, it just sort of... It's tied in with the plot to some extent, so they try to tie certain mini-games to certain events that happen multiple times in the plot. Like, uh, for example, one is where Bowser has to, you know, lift things up, and you have to do this, you know, mini-game to make him stronger in the arms kind of thing. And um, and the problem... It's a neat first idea. It's, you know, it's a nice idea, but then they've kind of made it so, well, whenever Bowers in a situation where he has to use his strength, you got to go over here and do this mini game. Go so, pump him up. Yeah, so you know, um. it's used a little too often. Um, but you know, it's a neat idea. There really are a lot of great ideas in the game. It just it, it gets a little little old. But I, I still think it's a good game. It's it's very clever, very funny. Um, I mean, Fall Fool's the main villain in the game, and so uh, you know, 
people like Favel, so yes. Favel is, I mean, is very well written. It's clear that they took their time in the translation, and you know, it really shows. It took them forever to bring it out here, it did, yes. but I, I think I can see why. There really was a lot of stuff to translate in a humorous way, because Favel is a huge part of the game, and Bowser is too, and Bowser's a funny guy too. So, um, Do you feel like the game would have been better if Bowser played completely differently than the brothers? I don't know. Um, I mean, there are sections where Bowser plays significantly differently. Um, and those are neat, but uh, they're kind of cumbersome. Um, so it, it's kind of good that they keep it the same. I mean, like the special attacks, if you use special attacks, Bowser plays pretty differently if you're using the touchscreen. Um, right. So um, there is differences there, but, you know, it, it's kind of damned if you do, damned if you don't. If you made it really different, it would kind of get annoying. Would feel out of place, so. So that puts them in a tough spot, basically. I think part of the problem is a lack of enemy variety in any given area. I, I don't remember this being a problem in other Mario and Luigi games, but it seems like there are only like two different types of enemies in any given area in this game. Um, and so whenever you have a battle, it's between the same two or maybe three enemies, and so that gets old. Um, mm. It might have been the same in the previous ones. I don't remember it being a problem. It may just uh -huh. sort of be me noticing more things about the series. I don't know. But, um, I think so, but... It, I don't know, but overall, I, I feel like it's, it's an improvement over the second one. And I, honestly, it's kind of a pattern I've been seeing over over the years of the first one being really good and the second one kind of not being so good, whatever, maybe they don't introduce new, <laughs> enough new stuff. And then the third one's pretty good again. I mean, it's kind of the way it was with the Phoenix Wright series and, and, oh, the, yeah, and the original Mario Brothers series and a bunch of other stuff. Like, I, I've heard Double May Cry, the second one's the weak one in there. So it's like, I think it's kind of a common thing amongst video games, and maybe movies, too. I, I don't know. Um, uh, you know, there are movies where that's the case that I've seen. So yeah, yeah maybe, it is. maybe so. it's just like the first one, they sort of coast in the sequel, and the second yeah. one, like, well... Like, oh, we wait, can't, we can't be lazy. we got to do a good job on this third one. We have to do something for real now. Yeah. So, so it's definitely a good release. It's a lot of fun, really funny. Um, if you like Mario Luigi games or the Super Mario RPG... This is a great selection for your DS. It's, it's I'd say it's about as long as, um, as the other two, or at least the first one, about 24 hours. Um, of course, uh, there's collectibles and stuff to go back and do if you want. So, um, But uh, it, it's a good game. It's well-structured. I think it's very entertaining. Um, now, uh, one of the zany things about this game is this character that I, I think he was in the E3 demo, this... this uh, block character like it's a french block character that's that, that lives he's, you know he's a person but he, hmm. he's a block and, and uh, he has a bloggy as his pet dog or a dog-like creature that's a block dog creature so it's a bloggy but um, he seems to not really like his bulldog block character uh, so much anymore he wants to collect blitties little kitties that are blocks so um, as bowser when you're fighting and, and uh, in pre-placed enemies have, I guess they've captured these blitties, and if you inhale uh, when there's kind of a visual cue, you'll inhale these blitties that, that you can collect and get rewarded for. So, um, it's really weird. There's some really weird stuff in this game. Uh, that is... But there always has been weird stuff in the That is really series. weird. So, uh, it's very much in form for the series. Uh, oh, the blitties, they are so cute, they're licking my face. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> Yeah, so if you're a fan of zany translations that are intentionally zany, this is a good selection. Um, 
And that's all I have to say about Martin Luigi Bowser's Inside Story. It's my pseudo-review because I meant to review this, but never got around to it. Um, <laughs> ah, ah, check off that box. Um, I believe Pedro uh, reviewed it. He gave it a 9, which is a little higher than I'd give it. Uh, his complaints were in line with mine about it dragging on after a while, that kind of stuff. Anyway, I'm repeating myself, so we should move on. Yes. the first song kind of lonely a little bit yeah
feel like I maybe chose incorrect songs for this game. Oh, that's good to hear. Yeah, I don't know. Sometimes when I'm going for uh, for variety, I sacrifice the most uh, memorable songs. So, yell at me. Yell at me, fans of this game. Yell at me. I'm sure they're fans of this game. <laughs> and, and here's the question for those fans. Your main character belongs to what organization? Okay. Not really a hint, is it? Not not much of one, though. No. Well, maybe, maybe I'll help you out here. Uh, what uh, interstellar organization? No, that's a hint, yes. a good ditty. That is exciting. That's a ditty you can take home to mama. In space, apparently. In space! This is a really interesting game, but it's also a very difficult game. Do you know what game this is? I I don't, but my my inclination is that it's some kind of scrolling shooter. It sort of is. Um, Uh Is this Solar Jetman? Hunt for the Golden Warship. What? Is that really what this game is called? Yeah, apparently the Hunt for the Golden Warship is the subtitle. That is a involved title. Well, uh, it's an evolved game from uh, Rare. It's, oh, really? Um, this is actually kind of goes back to Rare's collectathon roots, to be honest. Um, this is an NES game. I think it's the third game in the Solar Jetman series. Um, Solar and, uh, Jetman. Yeah, I remember like that arcade game that you could find in like Donkey Kong '64. Yeah, Solar oh. Jetman. But this is uh, the third in the series, and um, well, the concept is that you're um, hunting for the, as you might imagine, the golden warship, and yes. it's scattered amongst different planets, and you have to find the part on each planet. And uh, in a way, it kind of reminds me of that old PC game, like Moonlander, or whatever it was called, where we're trying to land the spaceship. Right. Like, so, because um, what you're doing is is you get in these little this little jet mobile jet device. I don't... I wouldn't call it a jet pack. A little rocket. A little bit maybe like uh, the jet rocket barrel from Donkey Kong Country 3. 
and uh, you fly around, you can shoot whatever guns that are along the planet, and it's kind of planetary mazes. You kind of have a tractor, I don't want to say tractor beam, maybe like more like a, a tow grappling hook or something, where you grab onto fuel, and you have to take it back to your mothership, where you can load it for storage, so you're collecting upgrades, and you're collecting this, the part that you're hunting for, and you have to fly through these maze-like levels, and then find the part and bring it back to your ship. You have to do this over and over again, bring it back. Um, so it gets a little tedious, and, and the way you move around, it's like kind of low-G, but some-G, and I think it, the gravity value changes with each planet, so um, it's kind of a struggle just to go where you want to go. And uh, if you get hurt too much, your, your little ship gets destroyed, and then you're in a little jetpack. Um, kind of spacesuit, and you have more limited uh, firing angles, I think. So, you are the jet man. You are the jet man then, and uh, you can go back into your home mothership if you want to get your spaceship again. But um, it's an interesting concept, and there's a lot of zany stuff in there, like whatever bonus stages and stuff. So, it, it does definitely look like a rare game, um, but uh, it's, it's very difficult from what I understand, and. Um, there's a little bit of humor in there when you when you complete a a hyper zone or whatever they call their bonus stage. Um, there's like an emblem that shows like Federation of Space Loonies. That's okay. so that's the organization you belong to, the Federation of Space Loonies. And uh, yeah, well, that's rare. What do you want? Um, it, it's an interesting game. Um, I, I think that I would not like it based on what I've heard of the controls, um, but. You know, you can pull this up on YouTube pretty easily and, and watch some levels. It's it's interesting. Definitely an interesting game. Um, and I think kind of has parts of what you've seen in other rare games you might like more in it. So, um, I don't know if there are any, any followers for this game. It has a really good soundtrack. Um, and um, I think it was a later NES game, so it's, you know, it's pretty technological. It sounds like it's late 80s, early 90s music. Yeah, yeah. So, um, they, I don't know. It's it's an interesting title. Uh, one that will never come to virtual console, uh, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> but um, I don't I don't know. Uh, you know, if Rare's ever revived Solar Jetman's, or uh, if they're considering. It seems like the kind of thing that might be Xbox Live Arcade material. Um, yeah, I can see that. Yeah. So, I don't know. We'll see. The third game here is selected by a listener, so enjoy, and if you don't, yell at him.
I'm sure you have no idea what this is. I I got nothing. I am yeah. beyond nothing. All right. Well, keep an open mind. What are you thinking? Uh, nothing yet. Still. Alright, alright. Well, here's my question. What other series from this developer on the same system features a similar pseudo-divine protagonist?
exciting! Exciting, and it sounds a lot like some other games. Uh, any ideas at all, based on the question and music? Uh, no. And not even, like, an idea of developer? A developer? Yeah. Oh, jeez. I, I, I was thinking for very briefly that the developer might have been Enix, but now, now I'm not so sure anymore. Really? Well, why would you think it's Enix? Because Enix had about a thousand series that had pseudo-divine characters on the SNES. Ah, such as? Such as, oh, the first one that comes to mind would be... Uh, wow, I can't believe I can't even remember the name of the series. Um, so the one where you basically half Castlevania, half SimCity. Yeah, that's, that's the right name. What, what's the name? What's the game? Are you serious? That's not this game. That's the, that's the answer to the bonus question. Oh, is it really? Yeah, what is oh. it? Come on. Ah, I can't think of it. All right, it's act, the act raiser is the act answer raiser. to the bonus yes. question. So uh, this definitely um, is from the same developer. Let me read this excerpt from the Wikipedia entry. The player takes the role of a divine angel, deity, or lesser deity, or avatar sent by a divinity called the Master, parentheses Gaia, to destroy monsters and release the captured souls of the world's inhabitants. Oh, um... So this this sounds a lot like uh, Actraiser as well as Illusion it, of Gaia. It does. But it is, yes. It's sort of somewhere between, I guess. This is Soul Blazer. Um, oh. Ah. This is Soul Blazer, which, if you watch some of the the gameplay on on YouTube, looks a hell of a lot like Illusion of Gaia's gameplay. Yeah, it, um, it is a lot like Illusion of Gaia's yeah, gameplay. So, um, I I have not played this game. I, I played Illusion of Gaia, which, like I said, looks a hell of a lot like this game. And, it's um, the same game. It's the same engine, at least. And um, so it's going to be a, a crude hack and slash with some interesting ideas. Um, although it sounds like it tells the same story as every other quintet game out there. Um, it's it's pretty much every game Enix made, with the exception of the Seventh Saga for the SNES. I don't I don't know, man. I, I don't think Dragon Quest. Uh, well, I'm, I'm exempting those. They're, they're, uh, they're special cases, I guess. But uh, this is this is a quintet game on the SNES, Soul Blazer, and um, the idea is that you go to different towns and there are captured souls that you have to rescue by basically dungeon crawling. Um, and um, I don't know. I mean, like if you've played Illusion of Guy, I mean, it has you have a sword, you you go around, you you kill guys in the in the room, and I don't know what else to say. I mean, it's kind of like a crude Zelda. I don't know. Um, yeah, that's basically what what they were. Maybe yeah. a little more RPG elements. Yeah, I think there's more leveling up involved. Yeah, um, but it's it's basically, it's a. I would compare it closely to um, what's it? Uh, Crystallis. Where there's, yeah. there's there is leveling involved. It's kind of a crude Zelda. Yeah, it's a little bit like Crystallis. Although I played the the extra crude Game Boy Color version oh, of that game. God. So yeah, um, me too. Yeah, I, I, I've never played the NES version, so I don't really it, it know any better. It is so much better. Really? Yeah, you, you, aren't, you aren't hit by enemies that are off the screen that you yeah. can't see. Yeah, yeah, well, I didn't know. I plowed through that game anyway. Yeah. But um, this was uh, requested by Tyson, and um, it's another one of those requests that's been sitting around for a while. So uh, it's, um, it's an interesting title. I, I imagine it's one that potentially could make its way to... Virtual console. I mean, if Actraiser made it, um, I, I could, there's certainly a possibility. Assuming uh, Virtual Console really kicks back up, I could see that. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't know why it slowed down. Yeah, j- uh, just cause, just cause. Nintendo didn't want to do it anymore, so yeah, they, they got tired of it. They, they but, only uh, they only care about sweetheart deals now, apparently. Oh god, 
But uh, I, I guess NX titles are more likely to show up on the Virtual Console because they're less likely to be remade for the. Right, this would not be a, a top pick for a remake, so... No. Um, yeah, I'm surprised we haven't seen more of the kind of second-tier NX games. Um, I really am surprised by that. But, um... Yeah. Anyway, uh, we should move on to the next game, which was also a listener request, but also a James request. Yes. So it's both. Convergence! This is, so I don't know why I'm humming it. Hmm, I don't. Oh, wait, yes, I do. Yeah. <laughs> but it's a fun song. And it the, is. The second one's even better. I'm all pumped now. How many games were in a series again? Like 130 per team? I mean, what the hell? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, boy. Lots of fun. Fun times. Let's go. I'm going to every game. Anyway, uh, we have a question here. I don't know if uh, you would like to ask it, James. Yeah, sure. uh, So the question's pretty straightforward here. The uh, base enemies in this game are, are all... Of one race. What is that race called? Is it really a race? Well, one creature. I guess a better word for it. All right.
we uh, intentionally avoided some of the uh, either obvious or uh, public domain music. Yes. Which uh, which is found throughout this game. Um, yeah, I mean, and, technically that second song has some some music in it that would be recognized, but probably not as clear as some of the other stuff this game uses. Yeah, and you know, there's they're nice nicely done. They're yeah. quite beautiful renditions of classical themes and the like. Um, and we could have selected one, but we threw around a bunch of different songs, and we settled on these, uh, for better or worse. Yes. Because um, there were a lot of songs that remind me of things like Ren and Stimpy. Um, in, <laughs> I, mean, like, I was listening to the songs like, uh, you know, I should be thinking of classical music, but all I can think of is that episode of Ren and Stimpy. Oh, they use a lot of public domain music in that show. What can I say? Well, you know, well, it works. And that's the way of keeping the music alive. It's affordable. But, um... It's Indeed. there's a lot of music in this in this game actually. No, but, but it seems like these were uh, original recordings of the songs for, yes. for this game though. It wasn't like yes. uh, they just took stock. They, they clearly either were, I don't know if this was an orchestrated really or if it's just really high fidelity um, it, uh, synthesizers. But uh, if it's not, it's high fidelity synthesizers. Yeah. I mean, it's, either either way, it's well done. Yeah, um, uh, and a lot of the remixes aren't. Or not remix, but uses of, of public domain music isn't just a straightforward use. There'd be some little quirk they throw in there or something. Yeah. So, um, this, it, we haven't said the name of the game yet. It's, we uh, it's Little King's Story, which has quite a, uh, fan base amongst, uh, the online community. Yes. Um, and, uh, it's talked about, it has been talked about at length on RFN, but obviously it hasn't here yet. So, uh, You've played. Have you played the entire game at this point, or? Yeah, um, yeah, beat it. And, and would you say it's a good game? It is. It's. It, it is. Its reputation for being brutally hard precedes it. And you think for a while, oh, this is nothing, and then and then it kicks in, and then and you start to feel angry. Well, but, it's it's clearly a pretty bonkers game. Uh, <laughs> it based is on the fact out. that it's like feudal kingdom, and yet it has baseball in it. Um, yes. Or at least allusions to baseball. Is there actually baseball in it? I mean, do um, they play baseball? There is a king in the game whose head is a television set. And he uh, displays a game of baseball on his face. Yes. Excellent. He is also a boss. Um, and, and he's I, an Oni, I guess, then? Is, is that... Well, he, he is not, but his servants are. Ah. Uh, okay. Yes. Uh, that would be the answer to the trivia question. Is that... Doesn't that just mean the demon? Yeah. And that, uh. They just look like Japanese Oni. I mean... A lot of them, the the different types of enemies are basically whatever toys the Oni are playing with. So some have hula hoops, some have pogo sticks, some throw okay. stuff at you. I mean, they're 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 all the same except they're armed differently. All right, well, that's interesting enough. It's um, a, it's, it's very very weird game. Yeah, you know, is, is it one of these games where it's like every level's kind of different or? Yeah, every. That's that's the weird thing. There's probably only one or two straightforward boss battles because the game basically plays a lot like Pikmin, where you have your different classes of people that follow you around and you throw them into the battle. Mm-hmm. But a lot of them, the boss battles aren't, you know, conventional fighting. There's a uh, like one comes in the form of a geography contest. Right. Yeah. Um, I mean, just just weird stuff makes no sense. You know, it kind of reminds me of say like treasure bosses because like treasure has a has kind of a history of weirdo bosses. I mean, yeah, bosses. it is. If you think, if you think about like Gunstar that. Heroes, they had the the board game boss. I mean, yeah, so, stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. So I'm, you know, who, who developed this game? Um, 
I don't remember who the developer is. It's an Xseed published title. Yeah, that doesn't mean Ma that Oh, much, Marvelous. Though. I think Marvelous developed it. They developed it or they just published it in Japan? I believe they might have developed it. All right. Well, um, it's, it's it's whacked out. Yeah, clearly. Um, the, um, there is... I, don't, I can't even begin to describe how this game is is uh, weird, but... I, I, I don't want to say, because you seem to have a lot of frustration towards this game, yet you say it's a good game. I, it, 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 well, why is that? It's hard. I mean, it's... it's it's there There is a boss battle, I think, in particular, that people hate, and it's pretty early in the game, because it's just almost unfair. Is I this mean, the it, pinball boss? This is the pinball boss, yes. You basically have to do a oh, hundred things. Yes, it's, it is Odama, with a relatively rotund king who rolls around. And he loses weight as he rolls around, but if you miss him, and it's pretty easy to miss him as he's coming back down, he unloses all his weight, and you have to knock his weight back down again. Ew. I think it took me something like 30 tries to beat it. So just for this one section of the game, you have to be a god at pinball. Basically, yes. That's terrible. <laughs> And there are other boss battles that are equally frustrating. There's one where you have to climb a mountain while stuff's being thrown down at you. Oh. Okay. Well, I mean, it's kind of nice that they do variety at the same time. They, um, could, they could have made it a little make, easier. If they're, going to make thing, yeah, if they're going to make things really difficult when there really is no learning curve to it, it's just, bam, it's difficult, that's kind of broken in my mind. You, um, you can, however, change difficulty setting on the fly. Okay, which, so which that's, I did have that's to do the, at one point. That's the quick fix that they threw on there. Okay. Yeah, the, the, so the testers could never make it past the third yeah. boss battle. And <laughs> realized, so. oh, yeah, that's that's the on the budget way to, uh, to do. Oh well, you can you can change your difficulty level. You have to fix this right now. Yeah, we don't we don't have time to recalibrate the target. Yeah, it's it's but besides those those annoyances, and I did. I mean, there was a point where I put the game down for a couple of days because I was mad at it. Besides those, you know, there's a lot of depth to developing your town and, you know, getting the right classes of people you want and stuff like that. So, I mean, that's... It's fun to, it's fun to just go out there and explore the world sometimes, too, because there's... Is, is there downloadable content that gives your character a bikini? No, there is not, about? thankfully. No? Oh, okay. Because the whole build your town thing sounds a lot like another... It, it, uh, it is very similar to uh, My Life as a King, which I also played. Only... It's like My Life as a King and, and Pikmin Hybrid. So there is no downloadable content, and yet you can have your own, like, um, second home where people live. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, I didn't say who else uh, requested this. was a Sunjulos. And James yes. suggested it, not knowing that Sunjulos also had suggested it, so it yes. worked out. Amazing like that. All right. Well, a uh, little King story. Uh I really haven't played it. I don't really have any interest in it, frankly. And people are going to yell at me on the forums for that, but that's just fine. No, I can, I can completely um, understand this game not being someone's cup of tea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just the difficulty discussions alone. And, and, of, and just how weird it is. I mean, there's... Uh, I don't mind the weird. It's just the, I'm not interested in, in another Pikmin game right now, and I'm really not interested in, in difficult <laughs> in games. Game I, I have enough difficult games that I, I've stopped playing a third of the way through, you know, that I could go back and play if I really wanted to. Yeah. Um, so... Um, little King, you will stay little. <laughs> I don't know. That doesn't even make sense. <laughs> well, it's fine. Fix it in post.
That was exciting. This game has awesome music. I'm excited. You were excited like 30 minutes ago. I'm really excited now. Yeah, there you go. I want to punch something in the face. (laughs) (laughs) A virtual boy's looking at me funny. This game has very memorable music, and um, I don't know how many people played it, but if you played it, you probably know the game now. Um, that, that's just based on my <laughs> just the way it is, man. Because I haven't played the game, but I recognize the music. But here's your question: What type of equipment enhances your abilities while draining a special meter? So essentially, a magic meter. I don't think it's called a magic meter, though. So it's not magical. I guess. Well, if it is, it's not called a magic meter.
Hmm. I'm ready to like slash everything I see right now. Do it. Uh, Do yeah. it. Don't slash your uh, microphone cable. Oh yeah, no. it's not gonna do good. So, uh, any ideas on this game? Or are you totally in the dark yet again, James? Oh, I don't want to strike out with the music. I know this music, but for life, me, I just can't remember the game. This is Ease Three: Wanderers oh. from Ease, um, and it's a it's continuation of our offbeat RPG theme for this, uh, this evening, which it was not intentional, but this sort of it happened presented itself, um, quite frankly, and. Um, I was hoping that uh, James would suggest something that was different, but it wound up being part of the theme with the Little King story. Um, actually, this game was a huge contrast from Ease 1 and 2, which are uh, kind of overhead um, slasher, you know, kind of like Zelda, kind of like, um, kind of like I guess, Soul Blazer. Um, but, um, <laughs> ah. yeah, but th- this is actually a stark contrast. It's a little more like... Um, I, don't, I want to say a little bit more it's, like Zelda 2. Yeah, it's, it's a side-scrolling um, action game. Yeah, it's a side-scrolling action game with magic and, and upgrades and stuff. And, and um, the answer to the question is, is the new thing they introduced in this game, as far as I'm aware. It's a ring, uh, right? It's the ring, right, where uh, you really don't want to equip a ring until you want to use it. It consumes your ring power. Yeah, it consumes your ring power, and that ring power is hard to get back because I think you kill every enemy is just one ring point, even if it's a really badass enemy. So... Um, so it's kind of one of those things like save it for the boss kind of thing. And I think like there are different effects like maybe half damage or double power, that kind of stuff. Um, uh, but it's an interesting game. Uh, I don't know. Are, are the levels kind of linear or is it a little more like exploratory? I, I, I believe they are linear. They're pretty I, linear? I can't say for certain that's the case. Yeah, I, I mean, the other change in this is that in Ease 1 and 2, at least the original releases, the big thing was that it slashed for you. And once again, a bit more like a Zelda game, they uh, introduced the button slash. So, you know, you're jumping and you're pushing the button slash. So it, it very much is an action game. Um, I don't want to say like Castlevania or Metroidvania or anything, but, you know, it's a little closer to that. Um and uh, I don't know which version is considered the best. I mean, there, it's been released so many times um, on so many platforms, just like all the other East games. I, I would, but, if I had um, to guess, I'd say it's probably the Turbo Graphics version, just based on what the system could do. Yeah, uh, there was an NES version that seemed really? pretty competent. Um, it was only for Japan, but it ah. seemed pretty competent. Um, and in some cases, I actually like the music on that one more. But hmm. um, one thing I'm impressed with is. Uh, they seem to care a lot about the music in the series, and even though it's on a lot of different platforms, it seems like they they have good renditions of the songs in uh, pretty much every every version I've heard, and that includes like the PS2 remakes and stuff. Um, so I don't know. I guess Falcom cares a lot about their their soundtracks, um, and um, so there are other really good songs for this game. And uh, I don't know. Is there like a remake for the DS, or is that just one and two? Uh, I do not believe there's one for the DS. Okay, because they, they made one and two. I, I guess mm-hmm. those are the more famous ones. Right, and that um, they're closer related to each other. Than... Yeah, three sounds like it's pretty different. Like, I don't know the difficulty level or whatever. Uh, I can't. I can't speak to how difficult yeah. the game is. Um, it, it's 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 it is characteristic of the period. Yeah. Okay. So, so take but, uh, that what you will. Yeah. So. Once again, I'm talking about games I haven't played because that's just the way it goes. But um, you know, the, all the games this this uh, selection are really sound interesting to me, and I've only played 
one of them, but you know, there, there's some weird stuff out there, you know. And and, and uh, Solar Jetman isn't an RPG, really, Solar but Jetman. It, it, it's just one of these bizarre games that that I've heard about. And um, you know, I, I love for, for newer listeners, there's there's a forum of a talkback. Um, I'd love to hear your thoughts on these games, especially ones that I, I really don't know much about, because I think there's some interesting things to be said about all these games. And um, there are lots to be said about Little. Yeah, I mean, I, I've heard a lot about Little King Sorry, but I really don't know that much about these three. And you know, I'm pretty interested in it. You know, um, I would probably get it if it came out in virtual console. So, post and talkback thread. It's right in our forums. Uh, send in your requests. Um, so that we can we can fake talk about your game selections, um, <laughs> hmm. but uh, please you know we we like your requests they're really great. Um, send questions if you have them. Hopefully I'll remember to include them. <laughs> Sometimes I don't. <laughs> and um, check out Radio Free Nintendo. James is on that as well as Johnny and, and some other guys. Um, and all and, the rest. Uh, uh, enjoy it. Uh, yeah. Listen to us next time. All right. Bye guys. Bye. Mario and Luigi, Bowser's Inside Stories, copyright 2009 Nintendo. Solar Jetman is copyright 1990 Rare. Soul Blazer is copyright 1992 Quintet Enix. Little King Stories, copyright 2009 Marvelous. Ease 3 Wanders from Easy's copyright 1992 Nihon Falcom.
Yeah, I know. Been there. I mean, there's a reason I limit myself to, to a game every other week now. And it's not just because it's money.